In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. God, what is up? It is so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and this is your Friday episode. Now, it might be episode. It might be episodes. Who knows how this is going to go? And if you're watching on YouTube, hi, hello. Uh, sorry about the background. It's all blurry. I'm at my parents' place, and um, I there's a lot of stuffed animals in the background. You don't want to see that, so we're just going to blur it. Um, listen, I was really, you know, it was... Man, we're like a month into the month and a week. Who knows? It feels like two years at this point. Um, I was kind of like, I was trying to, I was at this point where I was trying to, like I, I, I talked about this on the show yesterday. I had a, a therapist on this week and uh, an intuitive, uh, an empath. You'll hear those interviews next week. I had them on the show this week because I was starting to try to broaden out and understand Possibly a little more about Tom Sandoval's mind, you know, the state of mind that he was potentially in that would make him do this really god-awful thing. And and I just want to clarify, as I've done on many episodes, and, and this is what, it's so weird. When you take apart pieces of this episode, if you, you know, like, it can sound one way or the other, but I really do try to understand all sides. But I do want to start this off, and there's going to be a lot of laughs, but I think what what is so intense about this is that I just... It's hard to understand because this was this was so plotted out and went on for seven to eight months before Ariana ever really was made fully aware of this. And that's where it becomes kind of cruel. And I think that's where it really jumps off. And which is wild because this season of Vanderpump Rules is already really heartbreaking and fun and exciting in all of these different ways. You got Schwartz and Katie. You got Sheena's wedding. You got Raquel wanting to hook up with Schwartz. But now we know that's kind of 
that's a whole nother weird thing. There were so many things going on, but I was trying to understand all sides. And after my initial anger is starting to subside, I'm like, well, okay, let's, what, what goes into the mind of a cheater? What goes into the mind of why, why couldn't Tom step up the, the plate and have an honest conversation with somebody that is supposedly one of his best friends, Ariana? And I, I did all these interviews Wednesday during the day. And I met my parents. It's been a crazy week. A lot of stuff going on here. And, and I, I'm not going to talk about that today at all. But I just wanted to say thank you for everybody's comments about my family. I really do appreciate that. But we're going to have fun today. But we're all we're going we're gonna to get deep, sure. Um, so I did all of these conversations. And then I watched Vanderpump Rules on Wednesday night. And then... You know, which, which is what it was. But then I watched Watch What Happens Live. And Watch What Happens Live had Tom Schwartz in one of the most unhinged performances. I was trying to think of like a talk show that I've seen something this wild before. And I was trying to think of like Walking Phoenix on David Letterman. I don't know if any of you guys remember that when he was fully bearded and he had been, he was filming this mockumentary, but nobody knew it was a mockumentary at the time. Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother was filming it. And, uh, it was just an unhit. You should look it up on YouTube. And I was like, it was just a really, I remember watching that. I think it was in call. I don't know. I just remember watching that thing. And this is wild. But last night was like that. And it got me upset all over again. Because and then and we're going to, you know, just be patient because we're going to go through a lot of things today, because like I say, as as an older man, I hate I hate saying the word I've got a phrase. I've got tea, but I do have some tea for you. And Tom Schwartz did reach out to me last night after Watch What Happens Live. (laughs) And it just kills me. Like, I want to say this off the bat, too. And I don't think I think at this point, I don't think. I know Katie Maloney has listened to this show a couple of times and and I and I know Katie's mom Terry has listened uh, a little bit and by the way Terry Maloney badass uh she reminds me so much of my mom and such a good heart on her and and by the way I don't think it's going to be the final episode anymore but I know she has a really good appearance towards the end of this season from what I've heard from uh, behind the scenes people but um I'm going to say some probably not nice things about Tom Schwartz in a certain way, because even his performance last night, um, I've said all along, there's this aw shucks quality about Tom Schwartz, right? Oh man, did we do, oh man, oh did did Tom cheat, oh my god, Raquel snuck, Raquel snuck on the ski trip, I didn't know she was coming, it's always this aw shucks thing. And the thing, I I mean, listen, everything is not black and white. There's so much gray in there, right? But we want to call out bullshit when it's bullshit. And there was a couple things that Schwartz said on Last Night Watch What Happened Live, which was a complete lie. It was a complete lie. And I've heard, I'm going to tell you some stuff that that has been relayed to me um, that that even just kind of prove that some of this stuff is bullshit. And I I will say this. I'm... I will say this. I brought my mom to Tom Tom like for like before the pandemic. I remember this. And we have this great picture. And Schwartz was hammered at Tom Tom. But he was still nice enough. It was me, like Logan was there. And uh Brett, or sorry, not Brett, Max, the manager that Sheena used to date, the she gave the Apple Watch to. And uh 
but he was still so sweet to my mom. He was so sweet. And, and my mom still, I made my, I went and my mom's all laid up right now. And uh, she's going through a lot of stuff. And I made her watch the Watch What Happens Live with me again. Because I was like, Mom, because she really likes Schwartz. And I think there is something to be said. Like, he is so charming. And nobody is, like, completely evil. Nobody's completely good. There's so much gray in between. But he, she, my mom was even like, duh, oh, my God. Because also, Schwartz, we're going to go through it point by point. I'm going to play the audio of a lot of this, and we're going to go through it. But a lot of this stuff kind of really upset me. And I'm going to play some stuff. I don't know if you guys remember, but when the season started, uh, I did this um, Vanderpump Rules premiere party on Thursday. Vanderpump Rules premiered on a Wednesday I did the moment on Thursday, and Tom and Ariana were my guests. Now, Tom had flown in that day from Watch What Happens Live that he did with Schwartz. Okay, now this is, by the way, if you're on Reddit, if you're taking notes for Reddit, I, I'm trying to, I don't really have a full-on plan how I'm going to talk about this, so you're going to want to take this note down um, as something that now I've gotten confirmation on. Now, we talk about this. I'll play the audio later in the show. Uh, it is really hard. I have so much audio, and I'm learning how to use multi-computers. It's very te technical, you guys. Who knew being a dork would take this much work? But um, he d did watch What Happens Live the night before with Schwartz. And if you guys remember that Watch What Happens Live, Schwartz the whole time was looking at Sandoval for how to answer things. Was looking to Sandoval, like, how do I answer this, dude? And Sandoval, that night on the moment uh, that we did with him and Ariana, and I feel like such a geek because I put on the makeup like him. I was like full. I painted my nails white. Oh, I was so, I mean, I was so far up Sandoval's ass, which I've apologized to Ariana for since. Um, <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why Schwartz is looking at me. That's crazy. Now, Schwartz said he was not covering for Sandoval, and that Watch What Happens Live that was not covering, but here is a little bit of dirt. I have it on very good authority that Raquel was at the hotel with Tom the night of that Watch What Happens Live appearance or the night before. Raquel was in New York City. So Schwartz was aware of that. Schwartz was covering for that, and that is... Why Schwartz was nervous and looking at Tom that whole time. This shit goes deep, folks. And it made me upset all over again. Like, imagine that. So it was like the premiere was Wednesday. Schwartz and Sandoval went on Watch What Happens at Live that night. And uh, Raquel was in a hotel room with Tom Sandoval. That Schwartz knew about. Like, that's redonkulous and then then Sandoval came all the way back and because I was shocked I was like when I when I asked them to do the moment I thought they might be in two different locations because Sandoval was in New York no he came back that day and he did the moment which was like so nice to me that was such a nice thing and I remember you know he was making fun of Schwartz for looking at him and all of this stuff but he was the carrying this huge secret at the time and Schwartz knew fully about it and it's just wild, these things that he keeps protecting this dude. He keeps protecting this dude. And I, I think the obvious thing is, and we see it in last night's episode, is that if he had protected Katie 
30% of how he protected Tom Sandoval, it would have been maybe the most successful marriage of all time. He said, this dude will go to the mat for Sandoval, but he really has found it a very hard time to ever go to the mat for Katie. And that's why we saw that really brutal first scene of last night's episode. Which, by the way, how are you guys doing? I didn't even get that. I just jumped right into this. And by the way, this is not so funny right now, but this is just stuff I'm trying to, like, there's been so many thoughts going through my head about this because I was just like, this is, this is insane. Um... What did you guys, you guys thought, I mean, I, I've seen the online reaction and it's just been insane. Now, the, the great thing about the internet is so many people will reach out to you. And, and as, as my account grows, so many new people will follow me and give me information and will, will send me things. And I wanted to, I'm not, I can't say, um, who, who is the follow, I'm now, I follow this person. But she messaged me last night with a video of Tom Schwartz, which I will uh, I'll not play this audio. But anyways, this person sent me a video of Tom Schwartz outside of the Dream Hotel in New York after his appearance on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't know what it meant. So all I wrote back to this person was, don't hook up with him. And she was like, oh, I would never. And I was like, hey, was that Joe? Was that Joe? Now I do have it on good authority as well that Tom Schwartz has unfollowed Joe on Instagram. Who knows what that means? And I'm coming out, bam, this is a banger, dude. I'm coming out with stuff right and left. Um, who knows if that is going to change tomorrow? Maybe they'll he'll, he'll follow her again. Um, but anyways, this is what this person writes to me. I say, don't hook up with him. And this person says, oh my God, would never. But some girly was definitely territorial and dragging him into a cab. I said, was it Joe? Uh, this person says, uh, no, not the girl on his Instagram. No. And I said, can I mention this on the podcast? I won't say your name. And this person said, yeah, of course. This person looked like Charlie, Charlie from Vanderpump Rules, but she wasn't Charlie at the Dream Hotel. And I said, oh my God, thank you. Did you randomly bump into him? And this person said, yeah. Also, he wanted to stay and chat, but she didn't let him. What? Because this person that messaged me is a good looking person. I, I will say that. Um, so, and I saw the video and he was like, oh, what's going on, girl? Oh, he was very flirt. You know what? You know how that looks. Um, and this is where, listen. This Who knows? This is just one person's... I said, he DM'd me an hour or so ago. He seemed hammered in the DM. Because I'll read you the DM in a sec. Uh, she wrote, definitely not... She used a phrase here that I'm not... But definitely not his best. Um, I said, that was a super bizarre Watch What Happens Live appearance. And, and this person wrote, I just watched... He needs a gag in his mouth. What the, what the F? And... Uh, <laughs> I just wrote, I'm shocked he was able to spill that much because that's a thing on the Watch What Happens Live thing. It is wild. And uh, I'm, I'm so excited because uh, I, I'm, I'm, well, that's that's really the majority of that that uh, message. But, it, you know, from it, it seemed like there was a girl with him that was pretty, that was territorial. Um, I was shocked that he was able to spill that much on Watch What Happens Live a lot of that stuff is the first time we've heard any of that stuff. Some of that stuff is still lies, 
from other people in the scenario that I've talked to uh, in the last day. I will say once again, Schwartz is one of the most charming people that I've met in person. I don't think this dude were, you know, like he's just really charming, really nice. And I think that really exists in him. I don't think that's a uh, complete put on. I think that's just who he is. But he still is very much protecting his BFF, even Jax Taylor. You know it's bad when Jax Taylor literally tweets, stop protecting him, dude. You know, like, (laughs) Jax is like, I've got a podcast to sell. Stop protecting Sandoval. That's, it's bad news. Uh, Brittany's like, yeah, bust him out, Jax. Do it. Do it. Um, But Watch What Happens Live is great now because every Wednesday night, they had Lisa Vanderpump on. They had Katie Maloney on the next week. They took a week off so Andy could have a vacay. And now they came back with uh, with Tom last night. And poor Rob Lowe's son. Rob Lowe's son is a Vanderpump Rules fan. And he was excellent because he was reacting the way we were all reacting at home. Just like, zoiks? What? Like, you know, this is way better than anything my dad has been involved in. Here's what I found. Oh, sorry. I guess they have... Uh, he has a Netflix show. I recommend everybody watch it because he just seems like a nice guy. Um, and then next week, Lala Kent is going to be on Wednesday night. Now, you know, if you listen to this show, I talk about Bravo needs to get a handle on, uh, all the stuff happening online and right now, because we see these shows that are in the past and then it takes so long to catch up to where we are now. I think Andy and watch what happens live. I know a couple people that work on it. Listen to this show. You guys are killing it. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You know, watch what happens live. And and the same with this podcast. Sometimes when I get bigger named people, those interviews don't do, they're like, it's like this stuff that actually kind of like does really well. Just us talking, me and you guys, that is what does really well. But same with watch what happens live because they will have flipping the movie stars and those get lesser rate. Like Katie Maloney got one of the highest ratings of the season. I think it was the highest rated. Oh, no. Then you had Jackson Brittany. Sorry, Jackson Brittany. And I'm sure last night's episode was one of the highest rated. So that's what Watch What Happens Live should be. It should completely capitalize on whatever is so exciting on Bravo at that moment to take the audience into what is happening right now. Because I got to tell you, I was looking forward to the Watch What Happens Live more than I was the actual episode. And then I saw some, I think Sam, um, our friend Sam, Bravo historian, who has the podcast Hot Off The Mess, wrote something like, I think it's refreshing when somebody is as honest as Tom. Yes, he was a mess, but it was refreshing. Yeah, man, it's always nice when people tell the truth. And yes, as Katie Maloney said on her Instagram story last night, you know, I have two words, media training to Tom Schwartz. Yeah, it's really refreshing, though. But I will say, Schwartz still got some lies in there, even though he made himself look like a fool in a lot of ways. But when we talk about pop culture on this show, right, we it's really changed recently where it's not just here, like it's not just I want everybody to like me. Now it's I want everybody to potentially dislike me as well, because that's just as much attention as I would get, if not more, if somebody liked me. It served both purposes. It got us really, once again, engaged in Scandal and this season of Vanderpump Rules as we were exhausted with it. Got us upset all over again about this new information about Raquel and Tom and heroin and all of this just wild, wild information. And it got us looking forward again of like, how does it end? What's the reunion like? And little pieces keep getting dropped here and there. 
Like, it's like this season of Yellow Jackets of like, who, how do we attach this? It's like that big bulletin board on Homeland with Claire Danes just like putting pieces of yarn, connecting this to that. And we thought at the beginning of the season, it was just what leads up to the Schwartz and Raquel kiss. And it was like that, you know, it was like David Blaine. Look over here while all the real stuff is happening on my right hand. Wild, right? Um, But yeah, I agree with Sam where it is refreshing. And I would like that, but that's just not PR. And you're never really, I don't think it's ever going to fully switch to, hey guys, make yourself look like a complete idiot because people really get behind that. Brands don't necessarily want to work with that. I don't think. I could be completely wrong, but I will say... Brands, I think, want to work right now with people like Katie Maloney, people like Ariana Maddox, people that actually are heroes in their own story. Now, I don't think Schwartz and Sandoval have anything to worry about. Like he said last night, Schwartz and Sandys is thriving. Who knows if he was telling the truth or not, but they're going to be fine. But I will always put my money and I put my hope behind ladies like that or people that have actually been in the right or people that have been screwed over and that's what's so hard about the Vanderpump economy right is that immediately you had all of these people you had Lala immediately coming out with shirts coming out with merch paying her down uh, deposit on her Palm Springs place you got Sheena coming out with merch you got the TRO on Sheena then you got something about her which is an actual business with Ariana and Katie, which by the way, Katie on Danny Pellegrino's podcast today said that uh, Nancy Myers set designer is helping them with the inside, which is just like, hell yeah, dude, I'm a straight dude. And I even appreciate the aesthetic in a Nancy Myers movie. How can you not? But that's what I want. Like, that's the shit I want to champion, right? That's the shit that really excites me because you can know they can do it cleaner, faster, and better than Schwartz and Sandy's. And that's not saying Schwartz and Sandys is bad. Like, you know, get that out of your head. Um, two things can be true at once, right? Um, oh, also, by the way, I know Katie and like I said, Katie and Terry, you know, you, I don't think they're listening anymore potentially. But if you are, Katie, come on. You did Nick Vile's podcast. You did Danny's podcast. Those are bigger podcasts that have been around longer. And, and I don't know. What do I have to do? Try to get on The Bachelor to get you on the show? Come on, Katie. Come on, you've got to come on so bad it's good. Uh, listen, I don't, I, I can do a solid interview. I know the people that listen on a regular basis know that. I can do a thoughtful interview and I have an interview with you already planned out. So Katie or Terry, if you are listening, Terry, if you are listening especially, tell Katie you're gonna ground her if she does not come on so bad it's good. And also anybody listening out there, do this nicely, do it very nicely. DM Katie that she needs to come on so bad it's good because I I know the exact interview I want to do. Uh, she really is my my Moby Dick at this. She's she's just the interview I want right now, and I know she's been on some of the best podcasts out there right now. And we're a big show, but we're not that big. And and one day we'll get there. But I I want to talk to her. So anyways. Uh, but if, if Katie or, or Terry, if you're listening at this point, I'm going to start going through Tom's comments and I don't want to upset you guys because Tom said on the Watch What Happens Live after show how much he loves uh, Terry, Katie's mom. And you got to realize these are this, this is family. They are family. And um, he does some really doofus, dickish things 
to Katie, but I know how that is. I've been through a divorce. I get that. There is a lot of love and love is weird uh, in so many ways and family. Ugh, I don't know. Anyway, so do you guys want to get into this? By the way, I, this is only, we're only 22 minutes in. Sure. We got a long way to go. Drink a coffee, you guys. It's Friday. Let's party. You made it to the end of the week. So we're going to go through this episode. Also, I spent some time with my nephew today. And if you remember, if you're old school listeners, my nephew was had the code name of Watermelon when we started this three years ago. He was only able to be on one episode himself. And we used the code name because his parents didn't want his real name getting out there um, because his real name was Tom Sandoval. No. Um, And he's grown up now. He's 14 years old now. He was 11 when he first came on the show. And today we made a rap song together and we're going to play that at the very end. We made a Vanderpump Rules rap song. He made a beat. I I did some horrible rapping. I truly want to be the carrot top of the Weird Al of Bravo. And I'm really so stay tuned for that. We're going to do a full recap. Just buckle in, folks. We've got a long night ahead of us. So are you ready to do this? There's so much information. I still have some information to give you about uh, Sandoval and Raquel. I mean, it's just a mess. And, And okay, here we go. So Let's get into this interview. This is the the intro here. Um, Schwartz is wearing ankle restraints. I'm sorry, wrist restraints, because... There's a drinking game going around. Every time Schwartz touches his face, you have to drink. Okay. okay. Prepare to be sober. Okay. I got okay, the you're not going to touch him. Okay, right off the bat, he's saying he's re- wearing wrist, uh, ankle, like weights around his wrist because he touches his face too much. I do the same thing, but like, this is a disarming thing where it's like, look how cute I am. Yeah. Ankle weights. Cause he touches his face too much. And by the way, he's like, I know there's a thing going around that I took, dude, that's not the thing going around, man. The thing going around is about Sandoval and Raquel. Like <laughs> you touching your face has literally, z- I, first time I'm hearing about it. I was like, wait, please tell me you're not about to do 22 minutes on you touching your face. Also want to say you are a Vanderpump devotee. Absolutely. Okay, very good. So you're here on a big night. This is, I. when I found out it was you here, I screamed like, <laughs> okay, very good. Okay. That's how like big stars are, man. Big stars love Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules is a show made for geniuses and stars. <laughs> I feel like it's going to keep... I swear to God, we're going to get Lizzo by the end of the season. I feel like the stars are just going to keep going up. By the end, I think we're going to get Obama at some point. I, dude, I think I think it's going to... I mean, Bill Clinton, I think, is going to like come out. It's, I think everybody's going to... like. Could you imagine La La Guess with... <laughs> It's like Mitch McConnell. He's like, I uh, I really love, I love what you're doing on the show, Lala. It's very good. Okay, so you will indulge me because we have some business we need to uh, take care of. Uh, you watch one of tonight's bartenders grow up on Roni, and they both started a business just for people who... Oh, yeah, you guys, on this episode of Watch What Happens Live, Avery Singer, Ramona's daughter, has a party business now, and her and her friend went on to promote it, and then at some point she actually says, like, Schwartz, I, I, I don't know if you know, I do also divorce parties. We can do a divorce party? Like, it's so funny. I, I also, there's this thing, like, you know, we make women wear scarlet letters so much, but why do we never really let men wear the scarlet letter? I mean, I feel like Tom and Tom really get very minimal. Like, even last night, 
just the discourse, even, you know, now seeing how Schwartz is, I still feel like we get a lot of weird comments about Katie that I don't necessarily understand because when you see somebody's behavior, there is something behind that. And that's what we're seeing. Like Schwartz like is in this nice, cool package, but we see now all of the constant gaslighting, all of the constant like blah, 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 that makes her act a certain way. And if you have 10 plus years of that, it's going to really leave this dent. So anyways, Avery was on there, which was perfect. I was hoping that Ramona was in the audience at some point. Hair. You are cut off. Um, okay, I have a lot of questions for you. I, tonight's episode ended with the kiss. I mean, you've got Katie nearby. Was it worth it? Was the kiss worth it? The last time I did a little press tour, I said yes. But... Um, you know, in hindsight, I don't think it was. I never wanted to hurt Katie. And um, the fallout I got, the blowback I got from that kiss, my God. It couldn't have been a surprise given how much you were warned not to kiss her. <laughs> oh, Andy. Oh, great point, Andy. Solid, solid, solid point. Great point. Yeah, man. I love that he said I was on a press tour and at first I said I didn't regret it, but now I kind of do. Like... There was just one, like, all you had to do was one thing, man. It was, you were just asked one thing. Don't hook up with somebody in the friend group. And then we see in this episode, which we'll get to later, it literally gets to the point where it was like, oh, Katie did it, man. Katie forced, yeah, Katie did it to us. That is my Raquel voice. It's because you're shaky. Her voice is shaky. Get over it, you guys. Also, chase your bliss. If you think any of this is too mean, too whatever, I totally understand. There are so many other podcasts that are great out there. This is great too. But just if it's not your thing, totally get it. I, but also, I'm just warning you now, it, it will get. And also, it's okay to dislike people on a show. Maybe someday Raquel and Tom will win, win the audience back, but it's not yet. So it is really wild. This is where we get one of the first aw shucks moment of like, oh, Andy, great. Oh, that's such a great point, man. Yeah, now that I'm now that I'm thinking back on it, I think Katie did mention a lot, and I don't know why I did it. It's always those things. Like it's the easiest thing in the world to not do this thing. How many people would Schwartz like how many people would make out with Schwartz? It's gotta be infinite, right? There's gotta So why pick Raquel? And you can't say it's just a show plan. I think a lot of people were pushing him to do it. Sheena, Sandoval, even though Sandoval was already hooking up with Raquel, I think all of these people were like, yeah, dude, it'll be so cool. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. And it's, I mean, it was just a dumb, dumb move. <laughs> right, John Owen? That's valid. Right, 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 right. I just felt like there had been such a big buildup. And we did have chemistry. By the way, you guys, I don't want to ruin the watching experience, but... It wasn't planned. It wasn't a decoy kiss. It was a real kiss. Okay, well, that's what I want to get into. Yeah. When did you first learn of Tom and Raquel's affair? And were you acting as a decoy on his behalf? I learned in August, in late August, about the affair. The one night stand. Okay. Allegedly. Okay. Um, and no, I was not yeah. acting as but a decoy. I feel like... Well, there we go, huh, folks? He first learned in August. Now, remember, let's let's put our thinking caps on. When this all started, we found out Schwartz later in the week said he had known about a month, right? And even Dodie, at that time, who had had information from in there, said on her podcast that Schwartz, she thinks, only knew about a month. Now, I'm not good with math. I'm not good with months. I'm not good with numbers. But 
I read today on the internet, Wikipedia, that April is the fourth month of the year. Now, I found out earlier this this week there are 12 months in a year. So you go, April's the fourth month. I'm going to blow this. March is the third month. February's second month. January's, <laughs> January's the first month. Okay, so then when is August? So that's one, two, three, four, January, and then you got December, right? Okay, December. I li- Listen, I just know August is way far back there. And that's when he says he first knew, but he says the one night stand. The one night stand. Okay, let's, I'm, I have a lot of to say, but let's, let's see how he gets himself further into the, uh, the hole right here. Like you told me at the reunion that you learned in January. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. So the one night stand oh. Okay, oh. was in August. Oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. bring it on. You learned about no, that? No, bring it on, dude. It was like, this was, it was, le- it was like a crisis. <coughs> what did you Tom learn was in having January? having like a midlife crisis. Yes. And then, the, like, what happened in the fall? It, there's a lot of gray area there. A lot of gray area, you guys. Uh, Andy, uh, great, oh, no, no, let's bring it on, Andy. Bring it on. This is Froster, uh, Frost versus Dumb Nixon. Let's do this, Andy. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. I said no. Midlife crisis, right? Okay, midlife crisis. That forgives some things, right? Okay. Um. Okay. So then, oh, damn it. Okay, Sandoval told me what to say. Remember, Schwartz, remember, you can do this. Okay. He's saying now that in January, the full affair started. But in August, Tom was going through a midlife crisis and a one-night stand happened. Now, if you're going by California state law, it says in California state law, if you've been with somebody for nine years and you're having a midlife crisis, you are able to have a one-night stand. Completely legal. Anybody in a relationship knows this. You have to sign paperwork. Uh, It's part of our taxes. So that is not a big deal. And remember, cheating one time is not bad, you guys, right? It's just when you do it two, three, or four times. One time, totally easy, totally forgivable. No, that's all bullshit. So let's get into another aspect of this. So he says, August, one night stand. What else was going on in August? Well, August is when the boys' night happened was in August. So I have from a couple different sources now that they hooked up in that week of the boys' night. And allegedly, they hooked up in a car outside of Ariana and Tom's place after boys' night. Yeah. So they had hooked up already going into Sheena's wedding, going into all of this stuff. But it was just a one-night stand, you guys. And one-night stands are forgivable. And this is where it shows you kind of the boys' club aspect of all of this. Because Schwartz is like, no, 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 midlife crisis, one night, that was just a one-night stand. And you see the mentality. You see the mentality of, and you can see where these guys have patted each other on the back and like some men's support group for doofuses have said, it's okay, it's okay. Being a man is tough. You need to cheat every now and then to figure out who you are, brother. And he said, one night, the one night stand, the one night stand is okay. One night stand is okay. And then he says, so he was aware of this one night stand. We don't know. He says he was aware of this in August, which means that he was aware of it in Sheena's wedding. 
And now I think he's gonna backtrack on this, but that's what it says to me. Now, I don't think he was a decoy. Remember, you know, you can make out with the same person a lot. I mean, like that, not, there's not, no crime in that. So I'm curious when he knew about the one night stand. Here it makes it say August. It makes him, it, you know, he. it seems like he knew in August, but then he says the full affair started in January. Apparently not, though. I didn't think it was a linear thing. Okay. Okay. I, you know, I only know I'm what getting I was a word told. salad from you, right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Did you find out about the affair? The one night stand. Okay. The one August. night stand you found out about yes. in August, and then it became like it became from my uh, point of view, it uh, became like an emotional affair, oh. which is still inappropriate. Okay. But it didn't. I didn't think it was a. Emotion. Ah, it became like an emotional affair, like pen pals that said "I love you" at the end. You know, XOXO. Sandoval girl. No, that he became an emotional affair, which is also bad. Not as bad as putting your PP in a V, but still bad. Come on, you know, up top, Andy, right? Rob Lowe's son, up top. I love the mentality here. These men have set up rules for themselves. These men have set up rules for themselves that's literally, they're like, okay, just know emotional affair is bad, not as bad as cheating. One night stand, if you're having an emotional midlife crisis, that's okay. Now where it gets weird is when you start falling in love with somebody when you're currently in a relationship for nine years. That's where it gets weird. Now, we always talk about reliable narrators on this show, right? Who we can trust, who we can't. Now, right now, I can trust Katie and Ariana to kind of tell it because both of those people have made themselves at times look bad. Katie's put it all out on the table. By the way, Katie has been nailed to the cross more times than Jax. You know, just for like people have said the nastiest things about Katie. So she put it all out there, right? But I can trust Katie in what she says. I can have opinions on that. It doesn't mean everything that she does is completely right, but you know she's telling the truth for better or worse. Schwartz is an unreliable narrator, and he's somebody that has time and time again protected Sandoval or Jax. And he's done that because that's his moral code. In his heart, he thinks he's being completely moralistic because he thinks he's being a good friend, right? A linear thing, but in January... And also linear. These guys got to stop. Like, you don't even need to use big words anymore. Like, just don't even say linear. Just say, yeah, like one after the other. It's it's fine. Tom came to me. What does this word linear mean? Well, like in succession, like I, like it, it, like steadily progressing. Okay. Um, okay. okay. Am I, um, yes. Okay. He told me, he came to me in January and he told me that he's in love. Um, with I told you he was in love with her in January. Your reaction was, <sighs> I was flabbergasted. Okay. But I'm not surprised. Cause I, I you know, listen, I'll, I think there's a lot of people out there who kind of know it was an open secret. Okay. Um, so this is where it gets super dark because he came to him in January and said that he was in love. And I just, that's when you want cameras of like, oh, I love you so much, man. I'm so happy you found love. Whoa, wait a sec. Wait, are you still living with that girl, Ariana? Wait a sec. Oh my God. Wait, what? Folks, now is my favorite time of the show where I get to talk about our sponsor this week. And this week, So Bad It's Good, it's sponsored by our friends over at Thrive Market. That's thrivemarket.com. Now, that is a very important website that you are going to need to commit to memory because it has turned out to be a godsend in my life and now my parents' life because this is a go-to 
like one-stop shop for all of your grocery and household essentials. It is so convenient. You get everything quickly. You can get it shipped to your doorstep. It is a huge, huge time saver. Now, uh, I was looking at this and I was like, really, is this really, is this, is this going to be good for me? And then you go to thrivemarket.com and it just immediately is the coolest thing. Cause you can kind of shop by aisle. You have your food, you have your meat and seafood, you have your beverages, you have your soups, meals, and side dishes. You have your condiments and sauces. You got your snacks, your baking, your grains, pasta, bread. You got your ghee, your oils, your vinegars. You got your candy and chocolate. You got your canned and packaged food and spices and seasoning. You, it, it literally continues on, folks. This really is a one-stop shop, and it is kind of also a one-stop shop in its commitment to a healthier lifestyle for you. Um, they, you know, they even have some of my favorite brands, like even in the frozen meals, Amy's. Have you ever had Amy's frozen meals? I love them. They're 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 vegan and they're just kind of really delicious. But you can order chicken from them. You can order cuts of. Uh, I mean, just I'm looking at it right now. You can order organic chicken tenders delivered directly to you. You can order pork. You can order uh, grass fed ground beef patties. This truly has it all. I mean, it has your oat milk. It has, I mean, like you can get chocolate. It kind of is everything cool in one place. Um, and as a Thrive Market member, I save money each and every single order. On average, I have saved over 30% each time. In the last order, I saved $23. $23. And it was delivered directly to me. These are kind of huge savings. And I got to tell you, anything with a very easy to use website is A++ in my book because I'm just like hitting buttons and stuff. But this is so easy to navigate. Plus, like I said, you get the extra savings when you put your favorites on recurring deliveries with AutoShip. Plus, you're in control. You get easily skip or pause AutoShip deliveries, but you can also place one-time orders when you need them. And the website also does this really cool thing where it tells you everything that you've recently viewed. You can make lists on there, the whole thing. Now, on top of the massive savings on each order, Thrive Market has a deals page that changes daily. It really does change daily. Um where it can give you cash back on so many brands and, and they have a price match guarantee. So not only does Thrive Market save me money, but they also save me time and time is the greatest uh, currency that we truly have. I love the filters on their website. Like I was just talking about all of those different areas that you can hit. Um, they have over 70. So whether you're looking for gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you can literally curate your own shopping experience with a click button. It's not just Spotify playlists anymore, folks. It's thrivemarket.com playlist just for your food. Now, when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give it to another family in need. So this is the call to action to you guys. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order. That's 30% off plus a free $60 gift. So go to thrivemarket.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash so bad for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. So do me a favor, you guys. Just go check it out for yourself because I think it's going to easily sell itself. So just go to thrivemarket.com slash so bad. It's also going to be in the show notes with a direct hyperlink that you can click onto that and it'll take you right to there, okay? 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, okay, back to the show. Okay, um, okay. I, I decided going through it piece by piece is going to be too way way too long, and uh, I, I now decided I'm going to split this into two episodes. This episode is going to be Tia, this whole thing, and then next episode is going to be the recap. So where we left off, Tom was about to say he was so brazen about the everything, uh, like he was so brazen about it. He was in love, uh, and also I was being fed a narrative that he had broken up with Ariana. Now, if you're on Reddit, write this down. I got it from good sources that he had not, definitely not broken up with Ariana. They had one conversation where that would have been a possibility potentially, and that did not happen. And it was nothing to do with Raquel. It was none of that. So either Tom lied to his friend or Schwartz is completely, um, you know, just lying for Sandoval right now. But Ariana, that was that is just not true. I don't know if he was just telling everybody this because he goes on to say, this is an open secret with a lot of people, which we'll get into as well. But yeah, that is, put that out of your head. Ariana and Tom were not broken up. That's complete bullshit. So let's get into this uh, clip here. Think that they were going to come clean? Yes. Are you mad at Raquel? Um, not, listen. I guess you're not mad at Raquel. I am. I am. I am mad at Raquel. That was her best. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, are you mad at Raquel? Uh, wait, which one is Raquel? Oh, no. Okay. No, Sandoval's girl? No. And then Andy goes, you're not mad at Raquel? He's like, oh, wait, no. No, I am. No, wait. Okay. The one I kissed? Yeah. No, it's so... It's just wild, and he has these wrist bracelets on the whole time, and now he started to touch his face. Wrist bracelets be damned. Like, this guy is building muscle, just taught, like just touching his face everywhere because he's so nervous. That I was mean, her close friend. I'm more friend. upset with Sandoval because he took advantage of my kindness, and he put... I'll 
Oh, Sandoval took advantage of my kindness. He came over some, for some sweet tea and completely lied to me. I'm his best friend. A lot of people, not just myself, in very compromising situations where our, our integrity was at stake. Oh, <laughs> he's ruined our integrity. I've cheated multiple times on my wife, but this, this is too far. This man, my best friend, potentially ruined the Schwartz good name. And that's just where I draw a line. Not with Sandoval, still really is very good friend. Love that dude. But really, it's really messed me up. Very not cool. I think he just became, Tom has ADHD. And honestly, he became obsessed. He is what you know, at this point, ADHD, Tom, I think you might have ADHD, and I, a lot of us have ADHD. I have ADHD, and I, like, this is just, uh, it's, it's interesting. Like, he, he, switching from tactic to tactic, he's like, okay, none of that's worked. Wait a sec, Tom's a sick man, okay? He's very, he loses focus, or he'll, like, hyper-focus on something, and that's where Raquel was like a big, bright, shiny eye. No, Raquel was his Adderall. No, that didn't work. What should I say next? He's notorious for having one singular obsession. You know, it was, maybe it was the sidecar. And his obsession is... That's his heroin. Like, he is... What? Oh, my God. He's famous for having one singular obsession. And then his big example, you guys, is he says, the sidecar. As in the Tom Tom motorcycle sidecar. So he was like, uh, uh, Andy, I hate to break this to you. Tom was in a full blown relationship with that sidecar for like a year. That guy was fucking that sidecar every chance he could get. Sick man. But then he found Raquel. Like, what? A, I, I thought he was going to say the band, but he literally said the sidecar. That is wild. It's Raquel. He, he's, he's addicted. It's an infatuation of all infatuations. It's an infatuation of all infatuations, Andy. Smell my fingers. <laughs> this guy, he goes. Also, listen, I've never tried heroin. And at this point, after last night, I will never. Like, this is what finally did it. It was not that. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this was Raquel's his heroin. Dude, if that's. Wait. Schwartz, if that literally is what you said, maybe send your friend to rehab. Like, th th then it's not good. Like, I've never heard somebody in a good relationship say, it's literally like being up for seven days on coke. There's not, that's not a good example. Like, you know, like, you would say, like, Raquel's his bed of roses. Raquel's his sold-out concert at Carnegie Hall. No, Raquel's... Raquel's his heroin. This guy is strung out in an alleyway just offering to suck D for a dime bag. That is so sad. And also, I hate to point out the comparison to Twilight, everybody's favorite movie, where Edward does say, like, Bella is, like, his personal heroine. And it even worried me back then. I don't know if this is actually him letting us know that Sandoval is a vampire. Anyways, I'm just worried about the whole thing is infatuated with Raquel. He's, it's, it's, Raquel is Tom's heroin. So it, it, you think it's as bad as heroin? As I mean, oh, maybe that's heroin? not a good analogy. Okay, can I start over? Oh, oh, I did it again. I just put one of my weights in my mouth. My wrist weights, I really stuck it. I, 
Oh man, no! Literally, Rob Lowe's son, and by the way, I'm so I think it's Owen is his name. He's awesome. His facial reactions are amazing. Uh, very, very pleased he was on the show last night. But he goes, so uh, are you saying it's as bad as heroin? And you know, it's like, yeah, like the FDA, like Biden has an, like a whole uh, like a task force against Raquel right now. There's a lot of Raquel coming in from the border. Uh, I have five friends that have died from like overdoses of Raquel. And then he's like, oh, wait a sec, no. Oh, heroin's not a fun drug. Wait, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I hope I don't minimize it or, or disrespect, um, you know, uh, the, the people who actually have addictions, um, the disease of. Good catch. Good catch. Uh, I don't want. No. OK. I do not want to minimize or disrespect the disease of addiction, which, by the way, a lot of people on his show, DJ James Kennedy, shout out. You know, there's alcoholics on the show. There's a lot of intense things happening on the show. Um, I'm really curious if heroin gets brought up at the reunion. Okay, no, anyway, that's a, um, okay. Okay, anyways. We're not offended. He yeah. just, he, 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 man, he got lost in the sauce. Okay, <laughs> he got lost in the sauce. What is that? He got lost in the sauce. Is that saying that Raquel, like, I don't, uh, it just feels gross. It feels, like, what is it? I, the lost in the sauce. I just, this is so wild. What a, what a representative of yourself. But at the same time, the discourse is amazing because people are so blown away by the honesty that they're like, oh man, that's pretty cool actually. That's a way to be super, super honest and like really bad at trying to cover tracks. Okay, here's the next clip. What did you think of the reunion? Oh, you guys. I have never seen such a ruthless denunciation of two human beings in my life. Ariana had a fire in her. I mean, she eviscerated those two and I've never seen anything like that. I didn't know she had it in her. <laughs> well, I do want to point out that Ariana said in a couple episodes ago to Raquel, when Raquel was telling Katie that uh, she still wanted to potentially make out with Schwartz, Ariana was like, um, I didn't know you had it in you, Raquel. And now Schwartz is like, I've never seen a denunciation of two people before in my life. Uh, I didn't know Ariana had it in her. Bullshit, dude. You know your friend or, you know, somebody that you said is your friend. You know who she is. I've seen Ariana. She, like, I know that Ariana, like, didn't know you had, she had it in her. Like, I, I just always love that. Like, how do we know these people better than you? Like, that is wild. Of course she had it in her. I've never seen a denunciation of two people. Like, well, here's a back follow-up question that I wish, and do you think it was deserved? Because it was very much deserved. And I will say that Ariana, from every account that I've gotten, it kept her cool entirely. Never seen anything like that in my entire life. Who do you think got ripped up more, Tom or Raquel? Tom. Yeah. Oh, Tom. He got ripped up, man. His butthole is just completely torn up, man. And I've never, I've never seen a butthole torn up that big, Andy. And it just breaks my heart. Like, Raquel got her butt torn a little. But, like, we slapped a Band-Aid on that thing and it was cool. But Tom... Still bleeding out of the anus. Really bad stuff, Andy. Really. And also, I just want to say, I, I think Schwartz took this bullet because 
If you would have th thought what would have happened if if this hadn't have broke, we would have been focusing on Schwartz and Katie's divorce because at the last reunion, remember, I believe the last reunion, they were still together. We were talking about Lala and Randall splitting up. So we would have had a whole episode focused exactly on Katie and Schwartz and every event that happened this season. And that is no longer the case. So once again, this dude has failed upwards and does not have to answer for any of his behavior. And now he's the representative for sticking up for his friend. And he's now painted in of like, I've never seen somebody take that kind of beating. It's almost like if you were in a relationship for nine years and then one of those people cheated with one of your mutual friends and like that would have been horrible. That's what happened to Tom verbally. You hate to see it, Andy. You hate to see it. For sure. Raquel took a, yeah, took some blows, um, but yeah, Tom got just eviscerated. What's going on with your business? Wait, follow. This would have been great timing, Andy. Follow up question. Uh, Tom, what does eviscerated mean? Uh, solid question, Andy. Um, okay. Uh, Rob Lowe's son, do you know what evis? Could you help me out? Is it, okay. Okay. <sighs> well, in the beginning, it was it was a little rough. You know, we got a yeah. lot a lot of negative um, blowback <laughs> from this. But I gotta say, like every time I go in. It's kind of thriving. And people are coming in, like, you guys come, if you want to talk about this, I'll talk with you all day. I'm happy to talk about okay. this, but it's been great. That would be a great thing. <laughs> you just, there's no more cameos from Schwartz. It's just, I'll answer your questions about Sandoval and his behavior. Please feel free to come in, bring your family, have a nice meal, and I'll just come table to table and answer any questions you have. <laughs> It's like it's like the messed up showbiz pizza. There's no every every half hour. It's like a it's like a horrible rainforest cafe where every 20 minutes the light goes down and Schwartz stands on the bars like oh, four score and seven years ago my friend Tom Sandoval completely lied and cheated. I will now be taking questions. <laughs> it's been great. Okay, but there was a moment where people were like vandalizing our spot, and it's way out of line. I get it, but like, you know, you know, vandalism is, it's too far. Take okay. a breather. Go. Take a breather, man. I get, dude, I get vandalism. Dude, I get vandalism. Look at my apartment, right? But it's too far. And I will say that actually, I even agree with Tom on that. That's too far. I know a couple of people, uh, mutuals that wrote Ariana and lipstick on the mirror in the girl's bathroom. I mean, that is even a thing that I wouldn't do. And I, like Tom, am very brazen. Um, so that is, you know, that's shitty, and I advise nobody to do that. Outside, and I mean this in the least patronizing way possible, go outside, take three deep breaths. It's going to be okay. Is that patronizing? Hey, guys, would you mind taking three deep breaths, the So Bad It's Good audience, and see where we come back? <sighs> okay, I'm still really upset. Let's, uh, let's see what he says now. Because Andy was like... Yeah, it is. It's a little, it's a little patronizing. I. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Okay. Next clip. Here. Um, well said. This, okay, by the way, this is the after show. Now there, uh, this is the after show. I want to say that during Watch What Happens Live, he did also say that he loved, ah, oh, I love Katie. Like, we're always going to be good. I like, I know she likes me too. I know she does. He also talked about. And this is a really big point right here. He talks about the ski trip. There was a ski trip that happened, I believe, in January. 
when the the thing was going full steam and him and Sandoval went up to, I don't know, Big Bear, I think, and they have photos of themselves. And um, Andy pressed him on this. Now, Joe, his girlfriend, but as I told you in the first part, he unfollowed Joe on Instagram yesterday. So who knows where they're at? Um, but Joe was up there and Andy goes, well, how did Raquel wind up there? And he's like, oh, Joe snuck her in. <laughs> you know, like Joe has a gigantic, Joe has a really big uh, duffel bag. And like Raquel just popped out. I was like, surprise, let's have make snow angels. Um, that was just wild because in the end of the day, this is what Jack said in his tweet of like, stop covering for him. You guys went on a double date trip and this is how brazen he was. And there was an account that we've seen on, I've seen on multiple Facebook groups, uh, and it has been sent to me of a girl that bumped into them and Sandoval like was really nervous when they were spotted and took a picture, but you could tell he's like, oh, zoinks, uh-oh. And Schwartz was really nice. Schwartz is like the, the decoy in those situations where he's like, Oh, let me buy you ladies a shot. All right. Okay, cool. And that's bullshit. He was completely covering up for Tom in that moment on that trip. That was a four-person trip. Complete lie. That's how brazen this shit had gotten. Let's go back to the fans. Sonia from San Antonio has a question for Tom. Hi, Sonia. Hey, Andy. Hi. Hi. Big fan. Tom, Wait, so this is the after show and they have questions on the after show as well. Tom now has a baseball cap on. He took off his wrist weights and he put on his glasses to like actually see the viewer. He's like, I'm going to look more studious here. And he gives her the peace sign, which he's trying to be like charming Tom. Um. <laughs> what was your reaction to Jack saying that Sandoval has cheated on Ariana multiple times over the years? And do you believe it? See, I only knew about the one. Okay. The, the one. Um, yeah, believe it or not, Tom, me and Tom, you know, we're separate people. We don't tell each other. Believe it or not, we're separate people. We sometimes don't even tell each other when we cheat with different people. Like, I knew about this one, but there's times I've, I've not told him people I've cheated with, and I assume it's the same. So, like, you know, we don't have to check in with each other like that. Just trust me, uh, viewer. Uh, we do not like, trust me, we do cheat. We just don't check in with each other. I might not know all of them. That's what, but great, great question. Great question. They're everything. But, um, I was, I was surprised. I gotta be honest. Cause in light of everything that's happened, I know it's hard for people to see, but I'm telling you in the beginning of that relationship, it was special. It gave me, it gave a lot of people. Beginning hope. of which relationship? Ariana and Tom. <laughs> yes. Okay. It was beautiful and, and it was so romantic. And like, my God, it's like if Tom and Ariana can't make it, I don't, I don't think anyone can on Vanderpump Rules. I don't know. That is so dark because he's literally, he's literally saying like, oh man, like it was so beautiful. Way better than me and Katie's relationship. Like, it was like they really loved each other. Me and Katie, not so much. But them, like, you would just look at them. You believe in love. And if they can't make it, I guess none of us can. Not even, like, I love, this is what I love about the Castle fan. They literally have no ability to look backwards. Like, he doesn't even realize how dark this is. Because he's like, I guess none of us can make it. It's like, dude, you're divorced. 
That is what happened. You did not make it. Like, I always feel like he's like a lost uh, crash victim. Like he's like, wait, we're dead? <laughs> this is like the sixth sense. Wait, nobody can see me? <laughs> he's, this is just wild to me. Cause he's like, if they can't make it, maybe I, me and Katie can't make it. And he's like, you didn't make it. Oh, that would explain the apartment. Oh, that would explain the girl that was living with me. It's all coming clear now, Andy. I just, I, this is what also kills me. Cause he said this in the original one too. We didn't get to play the clip, but he said like, Ariana, I know you're, you're mad at me right now. You're indifferent to me, but I love you. And like, that's where I got to say a big old bull, like shit. Like you've got to really check yourself and that's really your thought. You can't love Ariana if you let that shit go down. You might really like Ariana. You might really have been crushed, but this is, I mean, all of them, Lala, like he said earlier that it was an open secret among a lot of people. I think Kyle Chan knew who was also good friends with Ariana, which has got to break her heart a lot. Like, so this open secret, he seems like he was telling, he was starting to tell all of these people because he wanted to show off his new love in his life and he was letting this thing wither on the vine. He also said in the original Watch What Happens Live that, yeah, he had a plan. Like, he was going to break up with her and I told I I told him that he needed to break up with her, Ariana, and then he just didn't listen to me, I guess. He said that. But the thing is, dude, like, if you really do love somebody and you're also, you share a show with this person, like, you didn't... This guy, didn't he, wasn't he going to be a doctor or something like that? Like, do you have any critical thinking skills at all? And this is why it's like, no, you aren't a friend to Ariana. Like, you just aren't. And I, I, I believe that Ariana's very mad at this person right now, as, as well as Sandoval. But almost Schwartz is kind of like an afterthought of like, he's Schwartz is going to Schwartz, you know? But isn't that wild? And what do you guys think? If you're watching that on YouTube, leave it in the comments. What should have Schwartz done if he says he truly loved Ariana? If you were on national television hearing this of like, would you, would Ariana, should she be like, oh, good. He did love me. I was worried about that. You know, I, you know, I was questioning it because he didn't tell me and he's known since August. But now he said, I, now I'm, I'm relieved because I, now he, I, he does love me, which is great. That's great. Okay. Here's, uh, <laughs> um, by the way, what did you think of Raquel uh, sending that message to Katie that she couldn't use the preferred pool? <sighs> it was a little sassy. I mean, oh God, this gets complicated. Oh God. Um, oh, say what's on your heart, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it was. I think she was right. I mean, it was Sheena's moment. This is like her, you know, once in a lifetime moment, and this is Sheena's once in a lifetime moment that she's had two times now. And it's just sad. It's just sad, Andy. Katie being there was obviously going to distract, compromise that magical moment. And um, I think out of the the niceness of her heart, she should have chose to use the non-preferred pool. (laughs) Katie, um, she she feels that you never... Can I just point out the ridiculousness of all of this? Katie should have used the (laughs) non-preferred... Katie should have used the non-preferred pool, Andy. We've all been there, and uh, we all have those choices between preferred pool and non-preferred. And, like, out of the kindnesses of her heart, I think she made the wrong decision, And Ever advocate for her, and this is another situation of you not advocating for her. Yeah. <laughs> that was a political answer, man. Andy goes, this is another example of you not advocating for her. Schwartz's reaction is like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Andy. Good one. Go. Oh, try and try. Go. <laughs> Um, oh God, I, I do add, 
Here's the thing. Early <laughs> on in our relationship, <laughs> she abused that a little bit. Okay. She was like always getting in tiffs. And she's like, you're either with me or against me. Okay. She demanded unconditional loyalty early on. Katie, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Katie. You Wait, are you telling me, Katie, from your boyfriend, you demanded unconditional loyalty? What? You're out of your mind, girl. And this just goes, women are crazy, right? <laughs> wait, you got a high five. Women are crazy, right? Okay. She's put a lot of work into herself, and she's way better now. Katie, look. Uh, Katie's rehabilitated herself, put in a lot of work. Really? <laughs> she's way better now. I've always been solid. <laughs> Me, Tom Schwartz, always made the, the right moves. Yeah, I've cheated a lot. I got wasted, cheated. Which, by the way, I always crack up about the cheating thing. Because last night, he made out in Mexico with Raquel or like a kiss or whatever. But I seem to remember times he was in Mexico. Remember that one time they went uh, and he got wasted and they couldn't find him. And he was like, I think I cheated Katie, and it was completely like swept under the rug in a lot of ways. And I was like, the only difference between like these Mexico trips is that now you're not married and you potentially feel more guilt than you did when you were married, which is so dark. Love you. But in the beginning, she was kind of a monster. Okay. She was a monster. She Even Andy looks like, oh, okay, man. Um, yeah, a monster. Okay. How are you going to say you love somebody on the main show and then literally call her a monster? And this is what people are calling refreshing. It is refreshing. Like, sometimes I'll go past car crashes and I'll be like, it, this is refreshing. Like, I sometimes get tired of seeing cars go all in a straight line. We're all just, when you see a car crash, you're like, something different. This is really nice to see because I'm so tired of everybody just staying in their lane. Car crash, you're like, that's unique. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to take a really long look at this. But that's just horrible. Like, this is just wild, though. Like, I get that it's it's great to watch somebody not polished. But at the same time, polish a little bit, man. Polish a fucking little bit. Because that is just brutal. And there is a thing about re-injuring your partner, your ex-spouse, again and again and again. And Katie said, like, listen, she tweeted. She's like... And this is what even, like, I've had some DMs things uh, with her where she's just like, I was, I'm used to it. Like, she's kind of seems deadened to it because she's so used to it, which is so sad. Because how do you then mend your heart to take that into a new relationship and, like, kind of let, be able to let that bloom again in any way without just kind of, you're, you're not going to be able to trust anybody ever again. Was, she had, she's had a falling out with every single person in her life multiple times. And I, I just, I don't know, I didn't like getting dragged into all that. And He's like, wait a second, Andy, real quick, when you said after show, that's like... Just us talking. That's not taped or like recorded, right? We're just talking like guys, right? Okay. Because I just, I got scared for a second that people might see this. Literally, I mean, that's just wild to say that she's gotten into fights with everybody in her life. Which, by the way, if that is true, if that is not true, it's just have like, have a little tact. I would say the same thing when Katie revealed that you had a small dick that didn't work in one of the earlier seasons. I would say to Katie, have a little tact. You know, but now we know that's true and that is what it is. But this is just hurtful. And at no point, and I just, I, it's so sad that he's so used to this that he doesn't even seem to realize that it's hurtful. That's dark. I guess I became a little numb when she actually did need me. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Okay, I think I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. Did Andy retired after last night. Andy was like, I can't, uh, I just, this is too dark. I can't do this anymore. Hey, was do you that have anything else? I I guess just, do you want to, monster is the word, 
monster. Did I say monster? Well, yeah. Multiple times. Oh, no, 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 no. No, angel, angel. Okay. Did I say monster? I meant bitch. Oh, no, 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 Andy. <laughs> no, I meant angel. No, no, for real. Wait, what is a monster? Monst if a monster, <laughs> dude. Even Rob Lowe's son is, I mean, at this point, what if, what if Rob Lowe's son is Katie's like soulmate? What if this is how like she meets her soulmate is him defending Katie on watch what happens live. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to leave it there. Um, and the season's over, right? Oh, Andy. Yeah. I'm still recovering from the reunion. How, yeah. you, how you holding up? Well, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I do this for a living, dude. There's other shows on besides Vanderpump. How are you doing, dude? <laughs> what an idiot. Um, but that, I'm okay. No, no, no. That was that was palpable. You could feel it. No, that was no. It was yes. Um, very high stakes situation, and I guess I just. Yeah. I will admit that uh, there was a moment where I debated camping outside of the <laughs> studio where the reunion was going to be. From, so yeah, I actually did. What that. demeanor you all were in? But, it was um, um, it was the first time we've had paparazzi at a Vanderpump Rules mm, reunion. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty intense. Where, do you think Raquel and Tom mm. will make it mm. as a couple? Mm. I like it because. Raquel and Tom, and before Andy's finished, he goes, hmm, hmm, brain buster, hmm. Let me pray on this, Andy. Uh, so Andy asks, do you think Raquel and Tom will make it? Mm. Mm. I've actually thought about this a lot. I'm oh. sure. Mm. <sighs> I think it'll be a miracle if they make it. I think, oh, man. They, they're Mirac miracled? I meant, I meant monster. No, I meant angel. No, oh, what does miracle mean? Relationship is, you know... They, I know they care so much about each other, but like, even in the short time that they've been in love or whatever you want to call it, it's become toxic. And I just, I don't know if it's sustainable. You know, it's just, it's already toxic as it is. And then you add in, you know, the entire nation thinking you guys are scumbags. Um, it's just, I think it's too much. But we'll see if love prevails. We'll see. Are you surprised? <laughs> I love this guy. Like, bloop, boop. I'm going to take you down here, but I'm going to come up at the end. Maybe love will prevail, man. You never know. Very toxic, though. Very toxic. Shouldn't happen. But who knows? True love might win. <laughs> this is it, guys. This I hate to break it to you. This isn't true love. This is somebody being in a relationship for nine years that got into a band, is uh, really confused at his place in the world right now, and is scared of getting older. And this is somebody that is looking at with him with new, new eyes and respect, and that's very, very attractive. And it's somebody that he thinks nobody else understands but him. Oh, Raquel's like a uh, misunderstood from everybody, but I get her. Lala doesn't get her. Uh, you know, everybody makes fun of her, but me, Tom Sandoval, I understand this woman. And it's just sad because you see, you know, it's just, and listen, I said this again, Tom, do not stay with this dude. Just do not stay with this girl just to prove us wrong. Please. Surprised. <laughs> Are you surprised? <laughs> You're so funny because <laughs> you awesome. you. I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give Tell you me. some tips after the show. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but are you surprised by 
<clears throat> I, I know the answer to this, but are you surprised by how much attention this is getting? And <sighs> Yeah. Like we were talking about before, like I can appreciate it on some level. Like it, it, it's, it's taken on a narrative. Like it's, it has a whole new life in the internet. You know, there's yeah. conspiracy theories and yes. I can appreciate, I can appreciate schadenfreude. Like, you know, to some extent, the memes are hilarious. I saw one the other day. Thank you. It was like Tom Sandoval's Dracula. Raquel is one of his brides, and I'm Renfield. Who did this mean? Right, right. <laughs> Am I Renfield? What? 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 Oh. No, I'm not Renfield. Okay. Um, How are the okay. triplets? Okay. <sighs> they're doing okay. okay. Um, they're not thriving lately. Okay. Because they have the purest hearts on the planet, yeah. and um, I have the utmost confidence that they are going to be successful. They're just in a rut right now. Yeah. We've all been in ruts before, you know? Yeah. Um, you're, you're presently in one, Schwartz. But everyone's stable. My dad's stable. He's living independently after almost losing him off and on for like seven months. Wow. I just hung out. And by, and by the way, I want to stop and say that is something that my heart does go out to. Like, you know, I do know his dad was going through something, and I'm so glad to hear that he is doing better now. My mom in the valley for three days, like, my heart's full right now. Yeah. I'm super grateful. By the way, I've really... My heart's full and my alcohol BAC level is off the charts, Andy, and I'm potentially on other things. Um, fallen in love with your former mother-in-law this season. Yes. Terry. She comes back Terry? later in the season. She's incredible. Terry, I love you if you're watching this. She knows I love her. I, that's, well, we don't have to get into that, but I just... No, get, get into I, it. Well, what miss, is it? What I is miss that? hanging out with Terry and, her, and Katie's brothers. I love them like family and, you know, I don't get this. Are you much. still in contact with them? Sometimes, Yeah. Um, I love Terry with all my heart. She's such a, <laughs> she's such a good mom. We have a great relationship, but out of respect for the divorce and, you know, there has to be some boundaries and I'm trying to stay. Yeah, dude, Terry's a badass. Terry has written me a couple of times some really just amazing things about my own mother. Like this really shocked me and really touched me. But also like, he's like Katie's brothers. Like I think one of Katie's brothers was like, I'm, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and I think one of Katie's brothers is on the season finale or what would have been the season finale and steps up to Schwartz. Cause there's like shady shit happening. This all shock stuff. It's like all shocks. And he did things to cause all of this stuff. And just like Sandoval did things when you have an action, you're going to have a reaction. And these people aren't honest in their lives. And, and I, I will say, just to be honest, a lot of this stuff, what, what blows me away and what bothers me is like, this is because I don't want this to be me. Like I see commonalities. That's why I don't sometimes even like myself. So I'm super pissed at these guys because I'm like, you have everything right here. You have everything at your disposal. You have so much goodwill towards you. And a lot of this goodwill is unearned just because you're charming. You've got to work harder than this. You've got to try to be better than this. You you know, you're you're leaving behind this path of destruction and you're just like zippity-doo-dah and out like, oh, he's in a bad place. Oh, he's down bad. At the end of the Watch What Happens Live episode, which we didn't have a clip of, he literally is like, um, listen, if you see Sandoval out there, give him a hug. He might not deserve it, but give him a hug. He's down bad. You know what I say? Don't give him a hug. Let Tom go through this. Let him make amends. Give Ariana a hug if you see her. Or, you know, just say hi to her, too. Maybe just let's not touch anybody. Let's let's leave all of these people alone. Okay, okay. I'm talking to you, TMZ reporter Josh. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, maybe Tom needs to go through this and look at what he caused. And, it, you know, love is this noble thing, right? It makes us feel all amazing and good. But you can't 
you can't build a thriving relationship on the back of really immense destruction of somebody else. It makes it really hard. And you're going to point out Dodie, but I do want to bring up once again that Dodie was cheating multiple times on Tom. That was such a destructive relationship on both sides, where Ariana, it wasn't destructive in that way. Ariana wasn't cheating on him every chance she could get. And it seems like this is not the first time that Sandoval has cheated on Ariana, which I think will come up at the reunion. So that was the Watch What Happens Live, you guys. Um, wrapping up this episode, because I'm going to do another episode with the recap. So part one and part two again, and if you're watching on YouTube, remember part two is the recap. This is just some other stuff. I wanted to tell you after that, watch what happens live. I made a meme where it was like a Jerry Maguire meme. If you remember that, that was a movie from the, uh, oh my God, it was a movie from the nineties. What is the nineties? And, uh, he was an agent and Cuba Gooding Jr. was his, uh, football player client. And it's a meme where I have like Tom Cruise, his little Jerry Maguire face, and it's like, Schwartz, it's your agent, Jerry. Great job on Watch What Happens Live tonight. Love the heroin bit. Good stuff with letting us know it started in August. Love the pleas for sympathy and nice touch saying you loved Katie on the main show and on the after show calling her a monster. I don't want to get your hopes up, but I think Dancing with the Stars is a lock. Keep up the good work. Show me the money. So I get the, I, I post this last night at like nine o'clock or something. And I get a DM from Tom Schwartz. And those are no, that's the, like, those are the kind of, like, when you see Tom Schwartz pop up after you posted a Tom Schwartz meme and you've been, like, posting things all night on Twitter, your butt kind of puckers up or you're like, oh, no, because you like to keep these people on your screen, but I'm so mad because I know some of these people in real life, so it kind of gives me even more fuel. And I got mad all over again, and Schwartz is like, Schwartz DMs me, and he goes, um, hey, I just opened up my phone and saw this. And I go, sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, and I go, and I said, dude, is this real? What are you doing? I wrote, dude, is this real? What are you doing? Well, I said, what are you doing? What, what was that? And he goes, feels like a fever dream. And I, and I really said, dude, um, I'm sorry, but this is kind of crazy. You might want to block me. Uh, cause, and I just went, I said, Sandoval is somebody that I look, I really was very like sincere. And I was like, Sandoval is like, I really looked up to him and I just think this was really shitty. Hope you're okay. Um, that was it. So that was my conversation with Schwartz and I hope he's unfollowed or blocked me by this point, but I have not checked because it's just not a fun place to live. Um, but, uh, but that's the thing you do sympathize with this dude, even when he's doing, and that's, I think the charm of Tom Schwartz. Now, um, now the, uh, my, I'm trying to, th I have another, I'm, tr so there's another somebody, sorry. Um, I'm trying to say what I, what I can say here. Um, Okay. So yeah, I found out that information when I told you in the beginning that Raquel was at that hotel uh, before the Watch What Happens Live appearance at the beginning of the season. Uh, Raquel was at that hotel in New York when Schwartz and Sandoval did the Watch What Happens Live. And then he came and did my show afterwards, um, which by the way, switch over to the podcast right now, you guys, because going to add some audio in from that to end this show. And I'm also going to do a little rap that me and my nephew recorded before we get to the recap. Um, but what I'm being told is that, um, 
Also, there is something that's going to come out that I think Raquel, uh, Raquel, Raquel potentially told Tom in February that said, if this is how it's going to be, you should not break up with Ariana. So almost kind of not even giving an ultimatum, but must not have been impressed with Sandoval. So then Sandoval was in a position to try to win Raquel over. I don't know much more than that. So take that with whatever grain of salt you want to take that with, which is wild. Um, so I'm going to put that out there for you guys as well. Um, yeah, don't bother breaking up with Ariana if this is how it is. Uh, there's a lot more coming with all of this stuff, I've been warned. And uh, yeah, yeah, so that's it, you guys. So uh, switch on over to the podcast for the rest of this episode, and we're going to have another YouTube video with the recap. So like and subscribe if you're on YouTube, rate this five stars if you're listening on podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I'll see you over on part two for the recap of Wednesday night's Vanderpump Rules. Bye. Okay, you guys, it's Ryan again. I just finished part two. Uh, remember, switch over to there. But I wanted to, I was going to play you some clips from Ariana and Tom when they were on my show. I'm going to save that for Monday because I want to see what happens over the weekend. But I will have that for you on Monday's episode. So it's worth uh, downloading that episode as well. But right now, I want to do something completely silly. I am the Weird Al Yankovic of, uh, of podcasting and, and Bravo TV. Uh, me and my nephew, he's 14 years old. I told you earlier. And uh, he made some beats. And we wrote a rap about Vanderpump Rules, and I wanted to highlight our work. This took us one hour of time, and I got to tell you, this is the most. Uh, it was just, it was great to spend time with my nephew, especially right now. Everything's going on with my family, and um, it was really. I'm so. Uh, I just. I don't know. I love that kid. And uh, I really love, he's just very artistic and I'm really, really just happy to be his uncle. So this is a song. I mean, we didn't even name this song, but it's a rap. And he did the beats, helped me with it, really edited this together. Uh, and and I, I'm on the mic. I'm on the old mic. So here it is. What it, This is going to be a hit single. So here it is. Enjoy this. And uh, let me know if uh, if you have any questions about this song. Here it is.
Betches.